0: bonus episode of capes and junk another free episode day i am your host john lucero joining me as always is my co-host michael hughes michael say hello to the people
1: hi john <laughs>
0: so michael we have two we have the most special guests in our lives yeah um, i
1: don't i don't think they get much more special than this
0: yeah we are our, our, both of our wives are here um we don't know why they agreed to hop on but they did <laughs> uh I'm going to introduce mine first, because I'm the one talking. Uh, Kirsten, say hello to the people.
2: Hello, people. I am Kirsten. I am the wonderful John Lucero's lovely, (laughs) lovely wife. Good to be on today.
0: Michael, would you like to introduce yours? And this is my wife, Kristen.
2: (laughs) Hi. Yep, I am
3: Kristen.
1: That's not going to get confusing at all.
0: Yep. uh, We actually planned this out. Their names were different before this, and we had them change them. It's
1: just... One of those little things that we found out over time that we have basically in common. It's been a pretty big list so far.
0: Yeah, it's very funny, um, Michael. Why did we invite our better halves on for this podcast? Other than um, we like, other than we like talking to them,
1: because you decided to drive for what? Two hours?
0: Three hours? Uh, two and a half. I'd say, yeah, two and a half. Yeah, accounting we went to for City. the rain. Yeah, and uh, we went to go see Spider Man himself. Uh, in person he was there uh, at the beyond amazing exhibition am i right michael is that what it was called
1: uh yes that sounds right yeah, my I, wife I, says yeah. yes
0: yeah okay oh, yeah, you can day. hear her i yeah. forgot <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> i'm not used to that usually she's talking behind me anyway
0: yeah uh, yes the beyond amazing exhibition which was uh had been going on in Kansas City for almost i think i
3: think 4 months June
1: uh may i think
0: may. oh yeah may. Four, four to yeah, five may. four or five months and it's
1: so we were supposed to go in june when we went to see all time low
3: it, it opened on our anniversary
1: oh yeah well yeah we should have won then <laughs> oh. uh because so- we yeah. were doing the show then so
0: yeah so we started doing the show and i've been getting these ads for this thing on youtube for pretty much since it started um and i and eventually it just dawned on me like why don't we just go do that (laughs) because uh we michael and i live pretty close to each other uh even yeah like yeah i live
1: about 40 minutes away from kansas city and i don't get any of these ads so apparently i'm not searching for the right stuff
0: (laughs) you don't have the cool youtube i do Uh, i guess yeah um so we made that we made the trek out kirsten what do you think of the ride down
2: Uh, the ride was a ride it was nothing spectacular. Um, if anybody's ever driven through Nebraska slash Missouri, there is not very much to look at. Uh, it did rain, however, and I'm a big fan of the Oops. rain. Uh, I didn't have to drive in it, so that was a nice little passenger <laughs> experience for me.
0: It rained a lot. Yeah, it was pretty. It was a pretty he- well. It was a pretty heavy rain for like a ten minute, fifteen minute period.
1: Yeah, it was coming down for us too.
0: Yeah, it makes uh, sense
1: because we would have been driving the same area.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we actually passed we passed through uh, well uh, the exit to your uh, town on the way down. I saw yeah the and um, yeah it wasn't it wasn't too bad. And then we uh, we we met for lunch first at the we, so this things at Union Station in Kansas City. It's going to be closed, I think, by the time this, co- this goes yeah, up. we're pretty close to when this goes it's up. It's like yeah. October first, so like in the yeah. next couple of days yeah we're recording this at the end of september
2: why is it closing uh
0: it's just that's it's that's how long it was scheduled for from may to october
2: oh wow yeah, that's yeah. So offended. Wow.
0: yeah. why is it why is it closing <laughs> why is it closing
3: what did <laughs> we, they do you made it seem like union station was closing it's the exhibit that's, ex- that's yes
0: closing. yeah oh, 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 okay. oh i'm so yes i'm sorry for uh, listeners that are confused the beyond amazing exhibit it's it's a uh, exibi- exhibition sorry exhibition is uh closing in uh <laughs> a few days from we're recording this.
2: like they put every Up for only a few months,
0: yep. It's a that's yep. It's just a uh uh, timed exhibit. Apparently,
1: it's a tour of some sort because Jesse said they saw it somewhere out west, right?
0: Yeah, Jesse, our social media manager, um, had seen it also, had been to it also.
2: Interesting,
0: yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, we went to that. We went to Union Station in Kansas City, which was really cool, a really cool, uh, like converted train station uh, that they've turned into like a a, a, like a kind of like a Targeted towards like families, I think, like a, a thing for families to go do. Like they have like some science fit stuff and planetarium. Uh, yeah, planetarium. Mm-hmm. They got escape rooms in there and uh, uh, they have a sort of movie theater that does like uh, it's like an educational movie theater like you see at like a zoo or um, a museum or something like that. So
1: I pointed uh, out there's a real missed opportunity not to show the Spider-Man movies. Well, the is yeah. there.
0: Yeah, they really could have just put Spider-Verse up and they would they would have made a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so. Uh, so yeah, we, we met up for lunch first at, what the hell was it called? Oh, <laughs> Har- Henry's Harry's Henry's Har- I Har- Harvey's Harvey's. <laughs> <laughs> Harvey's, uh, who could forget Harvey's? Uh, it was, uh, <laughs> uh which is like right in the middle of uh, union station. So it was super convenient, uh, mm-hmm. to meet up there. Cause parking in cities is always a pain in the ass. Luckily, yeah, it was. luckily they have kind of a parking, their own parking garage, which was nice, uh, which was su- relatively close to the station.
2: And so Even does so. USPS.
0: Yes, it's yeah, so my God. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many, like, par- parking spots in that parking garage designated just for postal workers that weren't being used. Yep. Uh, yeah, like an entire floor, like the entire first floor feels like it's just for the postal service. Um, so your, ne- your unit station mail is never late, is what I'll say. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, we got lunch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which was a very, so we got, okay, so we got the same exact things. Uh, the couples uh,
1: ordered the same, same.
0: Yeah. Meals. Like we didn't unintentionally like, uh, and I was the first one to realize it. Cause I started, I think I was the first one to realize it. Cause I laughed as soon as, so uh, the wives, you guys got the fried chicken, right? Or ch- yeah, the, chicken fried chicken. Yeah. Chicken, chicken fried chicken. chicken, which is a silly thing. Um, and we got grilled cheeses because we're adults. <laughs> uh, it's like <laughs> uh, gourmet
1: grilled cheese.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, they got Gruyere and shit on there. You know, <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> the, the fancy stuff. Um, I am. I got. I got a side of tomato bisque, and Michael got How'd that. Go. Tried, oh my god! So I'm pretty <laughs> sure they gave me marinara sauce. Uh, Kirsten, did you try it? You I saw it. Did
2: it, it, it was. Not tomato biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> it was it,
0: if it was probably the worst tomato biscuit I've ever had. The sandwich it's was tomato low. paste. Yeah, it was, just, it, was,
1: it was typo on the menu.
0: Yeah, it was it was horrible. Um, it would not have been
3: good as a marinara sauce either. Uh, was, <laughs> so but tomato biscuit is supposed to be like very creamy, and it was like. Yeah, it looked I, I, it
1: looked like paste.
3: Yeah, I wanted the dip it, it. it. And
2: I'm pretty sure it was not warm at any point. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, it was it was
0: a, it was at best room temperature when I got it. Um, also, it cost extra,
2: so <laughs> <was a> two dollars
0: <laughs> extra for the tomato bisque. Uh, so yeah, win for me all around. The service uh,
1: did uh, take a while. Maybe that was the first thing they put out, and it was actually warm when they made it. But by the time everything else was done, it got cold. Yeah. I'll,
0: I'll, Okay, may, I'll give them that. Maybe maybe mine was just done faster than the chicken fried chicken was. <laughs> which then gave you guys a lot of food.
2: It was a oh, gigantic yeah, plate. Yeah. It was yeah. so
0: good. <laughs> yeah, you guys, because uh, you got mashed potatoes, right?
2: And I did.
0: And what else what was the other thing?
2: It, it came with...
0: <laughs> the biscuit. Uh, a biscuit. A something, biscuit. Something else, right? Chicken,
2: gravy, and mashed potatoes. That was all I got. Okay. Fries. Right. I got fries, too. You, oh, and yeah, I kept the
3: green beans. They were yeah. so good.
0: Yeah, the green beans did look good. The biscuit was—I'm pretty sure a KFC biscuit. Um,
3: <laughs> Tasted like it. it. Yeah,
0: it looked like it. Yeah, it was. The chicken was pretty oh. good though. I tried. I tried some of Kirsten's, and it was. It was pretty good. So, uh, what do you guys? What do you guys rate that lunch out of? Uh, on on our we have a we have a standard we have a scale here that my <laughs> wife actually invented. We oh yeah, the negative five to five. Yep. Uh, five by That's five scales. Um, yep. That was introduced in our most recent episode, Michael. Right? Uh, was that no week episode of well, when was that?
3: <laughs> one of our first The Spider Man one with the
0: you were rating the suits. Ah, yes. Okay. Yeah, So we introduced that very recently.
2: I'm pretty
0: sure. Oh. Uh, wow. Yeah. Uh, so We keep track of this stuff? So, Kirsten, since it's your scale you invented, what, how would you rate your uh, meal at the My
2: uh, meal in its entirety, I would give a solid two.
0: That's pretty good. That's a pretty, that's pretty good. That's a, a satisfied meal, right? Yeah. Yes. I would say. Yeah. Kristen, how would you rate the same the same meal?
3: <laughs> so. I probably would have given it a little higher. I'd I'd probably put it at a three. Okay. Yeah. Harvey's getting getting
0: some high scores in the chicken fried chicken <laughs> for anyone that's going. Michael, what do you think of the what do you think of the grilled cheese?
1: The the food itself was I give it a three. That was pretty good. Grilled cheese. The uh the atmosphere in the company was, was a solid five.
0: Oh, okay. He's, we got a kiss ass in the. Like, we, got, we, got, we got a suck up in our midst. Uh, yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a nice lunch. Uh, I'd have to go, I have to go, like, the sandwich was very good. But that tomato the best brings different. it down. Yeah, it's it's really I'm I want to go I wanna go with a one overall, but I, the sandwich probably be like a three if I was going with just the sandwich, but I have to I have to I have to drop it down significantly because of that horrible, horrible tomato bitch. Just that stuck with the fries. <laughs> yeah, this has been our uh our Yelp review for <laughs> Harvey's. Thanks uh, for joining us, uh, yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah, we were sponsored by Yelp. Um <laughs> Okay.
1: Uh, it was fun, it was like yeah. Probably a solid 45 minutes where we just got to hang out for a while.
0: Yeah, it's a nice way to because we had never met in person. And uh, Kirsten and Kristen had never met at all. Um, I admit I talked to Kristen or heard Kristen talking in the background a few times. So,
1: oh,
3: my bad. Well,
1: after the the first arcade pit we did.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind of chatted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You had to leave a room because you were making me laugh so hard.
2: One thing I will say about uh, that lunch experience was depending on where you sit in that little uh, train <laughs> station, your eyes uh, are at risk of being assaulted yeah, from some of the a, decor that they put out there. There are the some Spider-Man sniper <laughs> up
0: in the booth. Uh, yeah. Yeah, just, just popping people with Spider-Man lights over uh, just really quick too. Like you know you can you can't catch him. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, look at keep. Where, I'd recommend in, indoor sunglasses, you know, just to be safe. So
1: <laughs> to be clear, they had little spotlights that they were shining around the floor, and just every yeah. so often, it, it would line up perfectly to flash you right in the eyes.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it's the thought that counts, I guess. You know, it was a cool <laughs> idea, it was a cool concept. They looked. The lights look good. It. Yeah, the looks. Yeah. The lights look good. Um, so yeah, the, it was a good way to you know meet meet. You know, instead of just going straight to a thing. Uh, yeah. you know, getting getting to chat beforehand is always always a little nicer. So yeah, we did that, and then we um we went to the actual reason we went there, which was the Spider Man exhibit. Uh, which <laughs> go so uh it was pretty affordable. It was like twenty, a little over twenty bucks a person for. And I thought it was not too bad for like it was like an hour we were in there, right? Hour, a little over an hour, maybe. Yeah,
1: my first picture was like almost exactly an hour before the last one I yeah. took.
0: Yeah, so not so it wasn't it wasn't too bad. I thought it was fairly priced personally um, for what was there. And uh, when you go in there, I think we went through. Uh, there were like signs saying "this way to the exhibit," and I th- <laughs> or "and en- exhibit entrance this way." And I think we went past through four of those before we actually got to the exhibit. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, are we in? Are we in it yet? Are we? In, and uh, so that was fun. Um, and then the exhibit itself is uh so. It's pretty I really liked it. It was super like informative like Spider-Man's history. Like it, it was sort of like ordered uh like through his actual timeline um, from the beginning chronologically. Yeah, chronological uh history of Spider-Man. Um and they had a bunch of like blurbs all over the wall explaining different things, a bunch of cool props and stuff from movies. I I had a good time seeing everything. Uh Kirsten, what did you what did you think?
2: I thought it was well laid out i do i did enjoy the chronological order of things and all the little snippets on the wall if you actually take your time and read some of them they're pretty interesting and i learned a lot of new things just visiting the spider-man exhibit
0: what about you michael did you uh, overall what'd you think pretty solid
1: like i think we talked about it when we were there it was really surprising to see the actual movie props because mm-hmm. i figured it was just gonna be like just general history and stuff. I didn't figure there'd be anything. Substantial, I guess there, something something that could actually be worth some money to someone. Yeah,
0: yeah, they had a few like worn suits from the Tom Holland, Spider-Man movies, and then uh, a few things from the uh, amazing Spider-Man movies. And um, I think Spider-Man one also. Top, some, they, had a, they had a little bit of everything from all, yeah. you know, from all the life. Yeah,
1: one of Doc Ock's claws. Oh, yeah, his, uh, right. His yeah. goggles.
0: Yeah. Uh, Kristen, what do you think?
3: I really liked it. I um, am big on learning history about stuff I enjoy. And with when it comes to comic books and Spider-Man and stuff like that, it's sometimes kind of hard because there's so many different universes, different writers. Uh, yeah. So a lot of time, it's hard to know where to start, like, chronologically. So I really like that. And I loved seeing all of the some of the original artwork they had some um original hand like hand painted um comic like covers and comic panels that they actually used to make the rest of the comics which i thought was super cool um and i got to see michael kiss (laughs) (laughs) spider-man yeah
0: yeah there was an upside down spider-man um statue thing, uh display and uh Michael uh, made a uh made a move on it, you know. he's probably
1: where I got the cold from.
0: Right in
3: front of
1: me. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one who took the
0: picture. This is true. Um, so yeah, that it was overall pretty cool. It was very, very museumish, I would say. So if you, if you no, don't yeah. like, I think if I think if, if you like museums, it's basically just a Spider Man museum, uh, which was cool. Uh, I if I if I was gonna give like negatives for it, I'd say it's not super like kid oriented. There's not a, like it's a lot of reading, you know, <laughs> and there's like not a lot of like interactive things. I would say it's a lot of walking and reading and just like kind of taking in like art and stuff. Um, there's like a kids zone where. I don't there was a kid playing with like a spinning like there was like a sort of air machine with like some like nets in it that were floating in there I guess like web I don't really understand what they were going for with that <laughs> it
3: looks pretty bare the yeah. kid zone did
0: yeah so I mean I know it's if it if it's going anywhere near your town I think I would maybe do a little more do a little research on your own uh, or like maybe your if your kid is not into museums I guess I would definitely not maybe not recommend taking your kid to it it was
2: uh what do you think Kirsten? Yeah, I agree. The kid zone did have like a little drawing station as well where you kind of followed along to some of the I'm assuming they were the original drawers of the comic strips. So that seemed interesting. I kinda had the urge to sit down and draw, but I assumed my (laughs) fellow friends did not want to also join me in the kids (laughs) section for drawing.
0: Oh we could have done it. We could do that. Kristen's a local. she loves art. She's very. Artistic. I
2: did, and I'm so glad you mentioned those uh, pieces of art on the wall, Kristen, mm-hmm. because I found myself like putting my cheek against the wall, trying to see all of the individual strokes that those um, comic strip original pieces had, and I thought it was so interesting how intricate those drawers are for the for the comic strips. I thought that was the coolest yeah. part.
3: I didn't even realize it was hand painted, or mar- they called it hand painted, but it was markers until I got up to it and read it. Then I actually looked at. it, I was like, "Oh my gosh, that looks like a printed cover."
0: <laughs> yeah, the uh, we Michael and I for our next episode of reading something, reading something that was uh, an older comic series that was hand drawn as opposed to like a lot of the more digital stuff we re- we've been reading lately. And there's just something like you can't quite recreate how good that stuff looks uh, these days. Like it's. Mm-hmm. I re- I really I think it's a it's it's a lost art and it it, it really does look just incredible when it's done well. I don't think, I think it just tops digital art as compl- in uh in my opinion. Um, and yeah, the, it, it was super cool. I I also love I like seeing, I like seeing the development of panels as well over time. Like when they say the uh, initial starting panel and then they kind of show you each one as it as it went along. Those were cool too. Um, yeah, Michael, what do you think of that? What do you think of the uh, the art stuff and whatnot?
1: Real quick I just showed her a panel from that thing we're reading and she's kind of a gasp at it. Yeah. That, that <laughs> oh, one I showed yeah. with yeah. you.
0: Yeah, the the thing we're reading uh which is it's it's Swamp Thing, I guess. We we already talked about that. Is, oh yeah, but, we did already yeah, yeah. announced. It. Yeah, that had been announced that we were just Swamp Thing. But yeah, it's god, oh my god. <laughs> Some of those panels. Uh yeah. It, yeah, not not to very, it forever. yeah, Yeah. Uh yeah, and but yeah, Spider-Man and those old Spider-Man panels uh just the same. A lot of them could be just the same, especially with all his different like stances and the way he contorts it they have they just make him contort money. Oh, yeah. Uh I was either? thinking that
1: uh the Marvel vs Capcom one uh key art form where he's like, I really have to stop and stare in like, okay, this arm goes that way and the leg so that's his <laughs> other arm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, a lot of splits, a lot of <laughs> different yeah a lot of different and uh while going between your his legs at the same time. Yeah, he's uh that's <laughs> that stuff's always been cool. Uh yeah. Uh, do you have any other like thoughts on the exhibit uh, overall?
2: The gift shop
0: Oh, It was a good gift shop. Uh, Chris, uh, we'll, well, uh Kristen, first, what would you say, and then we'll get to the gift shop because that's the very last thing.
3: I uh, I like seeing all the iconic moments, like the uh, suit in the trash can.
1: Oh yeah, the sputter in the yeah. more. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. That's that one's been um, homaged so many times. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: And, and I really liked all the um, the Spider Verse references because, as much as I love Spider Man, Spider Verse is my favorite. It's just so well done. And you know, don't hang off the Miles. Apparently, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, there was a specific there was a, there was a Miles statue, uh, and there's specific signs that said, don't hang, don't get on hang or whatever Miles. Please so. do
1: not climb or sit yeah. on Miles Morales.
0: Yeah, yeah which I guess <laughs> had been an issue prior to that. So. Um, but
3: that whole wall for yeah. Spider-Verse shows, like, all these different Spider-Men, and some of them I had never even heard
1: of. Some of them I hadn't seen.
3: Yeah, I mean,
0: if you cross the Spider-Verse, like, the sheer amount of Spider-Men and women mm-hmm. in that I movie, mean, it's like, it takes multiple watches just to figure out how many, which ones are all in there. Uh, and also some research, because I don't, there are not many people I think that could just name off everyone they saw, like, oh, that's that one, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So there
1: were, uh, there were zero Peter parked car references and I'm pretty disappointed.
0: Oh, no, that's rough. So, uh, Do you remember zero... Peter parked car? Mm-mm. The Spider-Man car? It was, uh, <laughs> oh, the st- yeah, yeah. yeah. The sentient, the sentient, uh, parked car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <The> sentient car. <laughs> Good uh, man. Who, who is also in, uh, the Spider-Verse comics. He had, he's in one yep. of the as a off comics or the side story comics. Um, uh, yeah, so the gift shop, Kirsten. You were a fan of the gift shop.
2: Yeah, I was. They had some really uh, interesting choices for what to put in the gift shop. They had a wall of musical globes, which people kept on um, flipping <laughs> yeah. through. And it made the gift shop pretty loud at some point. But we did get a and magnet, the... which we put on our fridge immediately. Yeah,
0: we have a nice magnet. And I i got a, I got a mug. You guys got some stuff, too. What did you guys get? Uh,
1: we got... A couple of T-shirts and then the Venom keychain. Another magnet. There
0: we got the beyond the this, the beyond amazing mag magnet uh, that we got. Yep. Same one. Yeah. It's a it's a nice magnet. Uh, and they also uh, f- I thought it was neat that they had like a special edition of Spider Man Life Story in there, which mm-hmm. uh, uh, which is my favorite Spider Man comic. Uh, which it's a bit of an it's a bit of a more recent recent one. It's not too old. Uh, and it. I think it's kind of it's kind of cool conceptually to have that one specifically because, you know, it was a chronological telling of Spider-Man as the exhibit and life story tells uh, treats all of Spider-Man history like it like it happened to the same Peter Parker and like as he gets older. So that's I thought that was kind of a, a, a neat little thought if they did that, if they if they if they thought that much, maybe they just like this one's a good one. We'll put this one in here. <laughs> yeah,
1: we'll uh, definitely have to cover that sometime. Oh, when yeah, people are sick of Spider-Man stuff from us.
0: Yeah, life yeah, we'll definitely get the life story. It's one of my that's one of my all time favorite comics. Um All right, guys, that's Spider Man exhibit. But that's not all we're gonna talk about today. We're because this is a bonus episode, we kinda just talk about whatever the fuck we feel like talking about. Uh, <laughs> what we've been doing. Uh Michael, do you wanna start with you wanna we have we have a we have a, a, a loose document of what we're gonna talk about here, but do you wanna go in order here? Is it what 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 kinda what do you think we should focus on next? Uh um, go in order. So this right.
1: next one's kind of just a toss away anyway.
0: Yeah, so this, it's kind of like for me and Michael, what well, we've been reading comic-wise. because uh, so, so Kirsten and I went to a comic book shop in, there, in my house uh, last weekend, the weekend before we are recording this. So, uh, And I, whenever I go to comic book shops, I get choice paralysis every time <laughs> because there's yes. just so many things in there. And there's so many, like uh even even though i recognize a lot of the characters it's like it's like issue what it god knows what you know from from storyline god knows what uh i've always also heard people like they like recommend how do you get into comics like just buy like just buy someone's comic and just that's where you start that's where you're starting it's because uh and comic books do kind of tend to um uh Treat treat like each issue like a new reader might be hopping in a little bit. You know they're a little like this this previously on or basically or they, uh, they up they kind of keep you updated a little bit, but it's still a little intimidating even as someone who's read a, b- a decent amount at this point. Um, and Kirsten bought some comics first. She picked out comics first, uh, which uh, inspired me to finally just you know just do it to to you know uh, 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 just get it get that going. Uh, Kirsten, what did you pick out?
2: Yeah, so I'm just going to air out my laundry a little bit. I've never really been into comic books uh, in my lifetime, Uh, especially not like superhero comic books. I know that's one of the most common topics for comic books, but I did see one. I really enjoyed the artwork on it. It was a comic called Hairball, and it was a little gray kitten, and this little kitten had little uh, speckles of blood on its mouth. And I thought that was pretty interesting. I have a cat. I also, um, yeah, I was like, I want to know more about this little murder cat. And so I got that. um, It was up to the fourth, I want to say, edition, the fourth version or- Fourth
4: issue. Fourth issue, issue.
2: yeah. Yeah. Um, But unfortunately they only had the second and fourth issue. So I just grabbed those and I read the second issue and it was actually pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, which is funny. It's like a. It turns out it's like a horror theme comic. Go figure with the blood cat. Um, and uh, Kirsten does not tend to tend to like horror. Well, I, here actually, I personally think she does. It's just she she has to she has to start. She has to like start watching it or reading it or whatever. I think I think she actually tends to when she gets into some horror stuff. She does tend to really like it. Um,
2: you see, the thing idea. about me, yeah. I don't like horror whenever it involves like loud sound bits or. <laughs> Uh, you know, jump scares, but I'm like, how scary can a comic book be when I'm the one turning the page? You know? So that was my rationale.
0: Yeah. Uh and it does have cool art. The other the other issue had a cat uh lounging in front of a burning house, which I I really, really like that one. Um as is
3: traditional for cats.
0: Yeah. As is as yeah. is their common their common practice. Uh so that was like, all right. If she's buying comics, I gotta fucking buy some comics. <laughs> <laughs> i have a fucking. I have a comic book podcast, like, uh, or not a comic book, like a, a superhero themed podcast. Uh, so, uh, so and I, I, was looking, and we were getting close to leaving, and I was like, I just there's nothing that's like grabbing me. And then I found went back to the very beginning of it, and I finally caught that the issue, the DC issues near the beginning, were a lot of them were on DC which is what's going, which is the new, um, uh, initiative is what they refer to it as a DC for the, it's like year, a year long initiative, kind of like a, a, a reset, not, not quite a reset, but like a, a refresh of, uh, of all of DC stuff kind of to get ready to get ready for whatever the next, the next thing is, uh, so it's a lot of issue ones and whatnot for a lot of different people. And they're like bringing in a lot of uh, more obscure characters also and obscure teams as well as new and uh, new characters. Mm-hmm. So naturally, I picked Superman, Green Lantern and Green Arrow. <laughs> 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 so of course. Yeah, I, I grabbed three issues of each. Uh, and loved all three of them. There, it's it's so it's super fun. I know my, I got Michael to read some Superman, and I think he liked that. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I
1: read uh, Superman, one of the new characters, City Boy, and Doom Patrol. And uh, John and I decided that we're not going to like go into big detail on this because we don't want to put our lives through that because we'll be here for three hours. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we just, but well, we will talk about it in another episode in the future and more, more in depth because we're there. It's all super good. I'm also going to read more of them. I think Wonder Woman and Blue Beetle and maybe Flash, I think, just came out within the last month with their first Indeed. issues. And the one, Wonder Woman in particular sounds pretty interesting. She's like, uh, it was like, uh, she's like on the run, I think. Uh, so that's, that one sounded pretty sounded promising. Uh, Indeed. so yeah. Uh, the, those are great. Also, City Boy, um, and, and <laughs> is like Michael described City Boy to me, and I still can't quite grasp it. I feel like I have to read it. Like he he talks to cities as animals. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So the
1: the the short of it is, this mad <laughs> scientist decided or discovered that cities have consciousnesses in them. So he taps uh, into that
0: disease. Sorry, please. Sure.
1: <laughs> and that thing that John just said. Like, fuses into City Boy, so City Boy can communicate with the city, like, telepathically.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, which is just so weird that I have to read it. Uh, so he's he's basically
1: yeah. Swamp Thing in a city.
0: Yeah, so so we took a break from of reading Swamp Thing, which we were supposed to be doing for uh, <laughs> our next episode, which we're recording very soon after this one. Uh, we, we started reading other stuff. But not to lo- this teaser think is pretty fucking good. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, yeah. it is. Uh so yeah, that's Don of DC. We'll talk more about that. Uh Michael, you've been teasing me like for like the past (laughs) day about some secret comic you've been reading that you really want to talk you want to talk about in the future? What is this comic you've been teasing me about? So
1: yesterday I uh discovered this comic series, this book. It is about A young boy who gets a device that lets him turn into different heroes.
0: Oh boy.
4: Okay. What? Ben 10.
1: It's Ben Ten. It's not Ben Ten. What part of that sounds like Ben 10? This is Dial H for Hero. It's a DC comic.
3: (laughs) Sounds an awful lot like Ben 10 to me. It came out a
1: long time before Ben 10. I don't yeah, know okay. what you guys are on. but...
3: <laughs> Who is Ben? <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Okay. Interesting. Right,
1: so this is, I think it's the third volume because it's been around since like the 80s. Wow. Or the 90s or something like wow, that. So and ben then, 10 ripped this off. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, they did a book in, I think it was 2011, and the one I read was in 2019. Where they did 12 issues, and it's, he said it's a boy that finds. A device in the form of a rotary phone. You dial, you literally <laughs> dial H for hero, oh, okay. and then it, it transforms whoever uses it into a random superhero, like brand new. Like the first one, he turns into is just called Monster Truck, <laughs> and he's got like t- tires on his shoulders, like pauldrons and stuff. It's it's the goofiest shit. The transform. another guy uses it and turns into, I can't remember the exact name. It's basically Goku, kid Goku, <laughs> but he's a donkey. He's a donkey zebra. I think it's a zonkey is what he calls it. It's It's the goofiest shit. And every time that they transform into one of these heroes, it's like, here's their secret origins. And it shows you how that hero got its powers before the, the character transformed into them. And the first few issues are just, like I said, it's just goofy shit. And then it actually develops a plot that gets fairly interesting. It, Jumps into the multiverse because, of course, all things do.
0: Everything is multiverse now. Like it's driving me crazy. <laughs> it's, uh... And you
1: find out there are actually four of the the H dials is what they oh. call them. But uh, it's actually really good. I just finished it today, and I was kind of surprised. Like, wow, that uh, that kind of got me there in the end. It's a, uh, it's good. We're What's good. the main We're character? What-
0: What's the main character's name?
1: Miguel. Montez, they don't say his last name very often.
2: Okay. H Dialston for Hero Dial.
1: Yeah. Oh,
2: So is this rotary phone like portable, or does he have to hook it up every yes. time he wants to use no, it? No, no.
1: So the the receiver and the base are connected, <laughs> but there's know. there's no, <laughs> no there's no. Uh, <laughs> I just yeah, a man just, <laughs>
0: carrying a whole rotary. It's like, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, I gotta find this. I gotta find. Where's your
1: phone? Jack? Where's your phone jack? <laughs> but But he does have to carry the whole thing around
0: yeah that's fun. that's fun all right i'm looking forward to this um yeah
1: i'll have to have you read the first couple and see what you think it's uh it's interesting
0: yeah that sounds fun um i like him turning i like him turning into a persona (laughs) but uh, they
1: they get weird too there's some and then uh and a couple issues it basically talks about people that have used the H style before like I think the first issue it shows a bunch of flashes of different DC characters. There's Lobo, Harley Quinn, Alfred, just a bunch of people you would actually know that have apparently used this thing in the past. But uh, these people working for the bad guy have all used it before, and he's basically Lura Man's like, hey, if you help me, I'll let you use the H Dog, because apparently it's super addicting to have that power when you don't have any. So it kind of goes panel on panel and it shows these people and the character they turn into, and some—they're mostly just stupid puns. There's one that's called T-Rex is T-E-A, so he's like a Earl Grey or whatever. Oh my god, like, that's
0: good! So that like a British, it's like a British T-Rex.
1: Or, yeah, it's it's fantastic. A monocle. Yeah, I think so. Uh,
0: hey, I that a monocle.
1: Like, come on. Like, Mon- like I told you, it's exactly our brand of stupid. So
0: yeah, that's real stupid. I like that. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm I'm on board. All right, so that's a, that's kind of like our little a little our, com, our little comic corner, comics. corner, and uh, so uh, move on to what Kirsten has been do has been doing, and I was along for the ride on this one. <laughs> Me, yeah. Uh, Kirsten started rewatching the Twilight movies uh, oh. recently. She rewatched all of them, and I watched <laughs> most of them, most of it with her. Uh, not all, not all of it with her, but a, ma- a big majority. I had only seen the first movie which ironically we did not end up watching because she saw she saw, there was like a TV marathon going on which made her just want to watch all of them.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, like uh, you do.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I, I'd i seen the first one when it came out in theaters and that's the only time I've ever seen it. Uh, never watched the other ones. Uh, and then Kirsten, but Kirsten uh, she was fully invested the whole time. Uh, <laughs> the, Kirsten, you talk first. You go first. Yeah,
2: yeah so I just want to preface by saying I have been a Twilight fan for... Pretty much the inception of twilight i you you read both. the books i went to the movie theaters to watch them like as soon as they came out i wore you know custom twilight shirts to the movie theaters and so twilight was always like in its prime it had forged part of my personality and so I hadn't seen the movies in a, quite a long time. So seeing them on live TV in a movie marathon, I was like, this is my chance. And I knew my <laughs> wonderful husband had missed out on that um, pivotal life journey.
0: And she also knows that I'm really, like, I am really I can just sit down and watch movies. I am, like, I, like if a movie's on, I, it's hard for me not to watch a movie when it's on. I love movies um, a lot. So even whether good or bad, I just, like, I like dissecting movies in my head just like figuring like I this I can just watch movies and enjoy them for what they are uh, so I don't I'm really it's really hard for for her to like find a movie like recommend I'm like ah oh, no I don't wanna watch that I don't I don't know, if I, ever, I, don't know if I, I don't know if I've ever done that Um, and she's wanted to watch something Mm-mm. yeah
2: yeah so I think part of this experience a really cool thing was Being able to see John's unfiltered reactions to some of the things that were happening (laughs) since he hadn't seen them before.
1: John, Uh, I need your uh, I need your five by five grading on the CGI baby.
0: The CGI baby, holy god! Um, (laughs) Okay, so it's like a five on my enjoyment scale. (laughs) (laughs) This fucking this little CGI nightmare baby. Um, (laughs) That that, by the way, is like. Eight years old by the end of the movie, where it, it starts you mean with a baby.
3: Renezme, you know, yeah, yeah, Renezme,
4: <laughs> Nessie, Nessie,
0: Nessie. <laughs> uh, Um Also, the <laughs> baby thing and the the what the hell is it called? Um, Imprinting. Imprint. Yeah. No. oh my god. <laughs> like, and Kirsten, this didn't bother her. Like she, she never like read it in the way that I read it because I was like, yeah, where he's grooming this child till she's older, no. Like, basically. No. no, no. <laughs> no. Yeah.
1: They tried to give her that throwaway line that he'll protect her until until she's ready or something like that
3: classic grooming. Oh yeah. So <laughs> it's he'll be whatever she wants him to be. Is what what he well,
1: says. That sounds worse.
3: <laughs> That's grooming. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, what year did those come out? Those, oh, uh,
3: well, that, when you and I, I met, like,
1: they were that all the, that, was, that was like the no. late odds, right? No.
0: Like the so, like, we met,
1: like the one, I think. Think? we met in 2008.
3: Yeah, and we were I was currently reading them because you and I were Talking about them and being cringy about it. Yeah,
1: well, we, go into <laughs> we all go into that. <laughs> We're not putting that on public record. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so at least minimum two thousand eight.
1: Yeah, so, so she minimum had,
3: over you know minimum like She was years.
1: talking about these books that she loved so much, and I yeah. was a young man who had not had a girlfriend before, so I went. I <laughs> bought, that read them all.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> there, okay. The for a quick thing, the first book came out oh five, and the last book came out no eight.
4: There you, yeah, there
1: you go. So okay. they just, yeah, all come out. Because I bought a box set. Mm-hmm. And then we, we watched, I think the first time you came to Ohio, we watched one together. We watched,
3: yeah, we watched Twilight Together DVD.
1: And then we went to watch New, New Moon, Moon in
3: theaters. theaters.
1: Oh,
0: That those those was the last time we watched any of those. <laughs> yeah. New Moon sucks.
1: Oh, we,
3: my God. We have never seen, I haven't seen Eclipse or Breaking Dawn. I'll say they get those. Eclipse.
1: They up the action quota. At least they're in the books,
0: they, they got they're better. The New Moon was the worst one. I want to say. I mean, unless you're like all about shirtless Taylor Lautner, which I'm pretty sure he's shirtless for like 90 of that movie. Like, oh yeah, yeah. He 90 of the series. I don't think he has a shirt on.
1: I think Edward uh, even makes a joke. Like, does he yeah. even own a shirt?
0: I made that question. I like. Does he have shirts? Like, yeah, um, because there's there's the thing. Like, they don't want to ruin shirts. It's like, well, why don't they wear pants? Why do they? Why is this butt ass naked the whole time? Then, because like, you know, like, like, <laughs>
1: they got to keep the the PG in the PG thirteen. <laughs> yeah, uh, I will
3: say, I did still, I still, even though you know some things are kind of problematic, I still enjoy the books. There, I still really like them.
1: When was the last time you read them?
3: <sighs> What's the last time I read an actual book? what's the last time anyone
0: read actually kirsten reads a lot i read yeah she reads a lot i read mostly on my phone but she reads on her kindle
3: i wasn't the biggest fan of the movies i think some of it didn't translate very well to movies but
0: that's
1: how it always goes and uh,
3: robert pattinson and um krista stewart they both are pretty decent actors i think they were young and didn't get very good direction in that movie yeah
4: yeah, and it Kirsten. just wasn't
3: adapted very well. So I don't, I, that I am not a big fan of because Kirsten, oh my gosh, too many craze. <laughs> Kristen Stewart, <really> bland through yeah, <laughs> both that's... movies. And she's really not that way in the book. It's just a lot of its internal dialogue that doesn't translate well to a movie. Mm-hmm. So she just comes off as this very boring, like bland character, which she's really not in the book. So I'm not a big fan of the movies, but I do really enjoy the books.
0: I'll say Kirsten, Kirsten did tell me that, um, Edward uh, Robert Pattinson does not like those movies because oh, of, no. yeah. of, yeah. yeah. of the direction he was given throughout. And I think Robert Robert Pattinson Robert Pattinson is actually, actually a very talented actor. Um, yeah, and he's, he I think he's shown that in his uh, as he in his like later films after after he has watched the the stink of these movies off of his career basically. He's uh, Batman now. Yeah, he's fucking Batman now. That's uh, wild. Gr- granted, granted, they didn't give him much to do in that movie either. But uh, which is and I still like. Kristen that movie. Stewart
1: was in Birds of Prey, wasn't she?
0: Uh, no, um, she's in the uh, all female oceans movie, it's yeah, she is. It's in Mary Mary Elizabeth Winstead's in uh, in Birds of Prey. I don't think she, I don't think Kristen's I don't think
3: she's oh, she was in the
0: Charlie's Angel reboot.
3: Oh, yeah, that's
0: right. (laughs) Oh, who could forget? (laughs) (laughs) She's in something like that. (laughs) She's been in, I mean, she's been in stuff. Uh, she's and then Taylor Lautner is like he's just handsome, so he's like, yeah,
3: (laughs) yeah, he's just a
1: handsome man.
3: What do you think of the movies on rewatch, Kirsten?
2: So, I I really enjoyed the movies on rewatch mainly because I was so excited for the next scenes to come and to see John's reaction to them. But I I really enjoyed the rewatch of Breaking Dawn part 1 and 2. I feel like those were super iconic in my memory and they held up pretty well, minus the animated baby. <laughs> Uh, the,
0: i'll I'll definitely say that the breaking dawns were definitely the best uh, the best ones uh, breaking dawn the second one I mean, it has a big battle scene. So obviously, I'm the. I mean, I love action movies. So I'm always going to enjoy a battle scene as long as they're. And the one in Breaking Dawn's pretty nuts as far as the uh, compared to re- the rest of the the movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the
3: powers and stuff. Yeah.
0: Even though it does the it's it was all a dream thing. Was like what I was like what the fuck? <laughs> Are you kidding me? It was all a dream, really. It was <laughs> a vision. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. my god! I, was... I also saw. I read that that the battle is not in the book, right? It's not. It's not. It's not like a big battle in the book. It's like, no,
3: it's just the vision. If I remember right, it doesn't actually happen.
0: Yeah. And, uh, so the, it, and I was like, I was like, man, they were really just murdering all these characters, aren't they? And I was like, that, that's pretty hard. That, that's pretty hardcore. I kind of respect that. And then they, yeah, that's a, I, was, I was like, all right, you know, sure, whatever. It's uh, um, It was still a fun battle scene. And also there's a really funny moment. Well, this is gonna sound really bad when I say it when I say it out of context. But there's a a baby vampire boy that that, oh, yeah. uh, yep. that gets tossed into a fire in and yeah, the coat of fanning this chucks into a fire, which uh, out of context might sound horrible, but it's actually quite funny when it happens in the Oh movie.
1: yeah, you sent me that gift.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that's my favorite gift from that movie. I'd seen yeah, I would seen fantastic. that before and it was still very funny seeing it uh, in context. Uh so yeah, I had fun watching them. Uh I I would not if she put them on again, I'd pro- I'd sit there and watch them. They're definitely they're very they're good bad movies, you know. They they're not boring bad movies, I'll say. maybe New Moon. But, um they're uh, they're, fun. they're, they're, they're they they're they definitely have a charm they have a charm to them and how and they're like badness uh yeah. kind of like not quite to the level of like a batman and robin which is just a masterpiece of that uh <laughs> or the room yeah yeah but they're they're fun i had a good time i i enjoyed watching them with her
3: yeah i genuinely don't remember most of the dialogue because i've seen oh, the yeah. bad lip reading so much <laughs> oh yeah, times. yeah yeah i, I, I always
0: really <laughs> all i remember is say <laughs> and then that's <laughs> a that's what i always think that's a, the only line that sticks in my mind I um, like that
1: meme where they're sitting there in the the field and a uh, blade standing behind them. Like <laughs> <laughs> how Twilight should have ended.
0: Um, yeah, they should have done the scene, the end of Metal Gear Solid Three. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I saw uh, someone
1: reference like two days ago. The still a better love story than Twilight. I haven't seen that in a long time. Mm-hmm. That used to be people used to make a joke all the time.
0: Yeah, I mean, Twilight's such a... T- it's like a time capsule at this point, right? Uh, yeah, it? pretty much. I don't think it's, like, carried over, like, in, in generations, has it? I don't know if kids are still reading Twilight. Oh, I don't
2: think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like it's very,
0: to, very much a of-its-time thing. We'll have
1: to send them that video you showed me the other day, that girl that... Oh, so Yeah.
3: Oh, it's so
0: funny. I
1: have to remember to do that. Uh,
0: so... We also Kirsten and I Kristen and I also watched um One Piece the live action series uh the first season of that and I don't know if you guys you, so do you guys watch anime at all I don't Michael oh, Michael yeah.
3: yeah yeah so I was the anime club president at my university so that okay. tells you anything yeah, so. that answers cool. that answers that question okay
0: <laughs> have you watched have you watched One Piece prior to it uh, uh, at all yeah, yeah.
3: I read a lot of okay, the manga right. that was in Shonen Jump, and then I watched the first, like maybe first season, first half of season.
0: Yeah. So I have not seen very far into it. I had seen up to, I'd watched up to the Alabasta arc, is what I'd seen. So, like, I think it was like a good 150 episodes, and then some filler episodes after that, like a good 150 episodes, I want to say. I think maybe Chopper, I met, I met Chopper, Tony Chopper. Tony, Tony Chopper. Yeah. Uh, and then that's kind of like where I stopped watching. Um, a long time ago, uh, back when it you had to sail the high seas to watch any, um, anime. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, which was fitting for watching One Piece. Uh, uh, so, and with the history of live action anime stuff did not go in with high expectations. I will say, uh, as someone who does like One Piece, even though it's been a while since I've watched it. I do really like it. It's just a lot. It's just a lot of one. It's a lot of One Piece. Uh, <laughs> I really enjoyed the, se- the first season, um, but I'm going to let Kirsten, who's never seen One Piece or no, knew basically knew jack shit about One Piece <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, before he watched it, and I'll let her give you her thoughts on it.
2: Yeah, so like you said, I had never seen, watched, heard, well I've heard of it obviously, but I couldn't name any character or even be able to point them out in a police lineup. But I do have the intention span of a small squirrel. So kind (laughs) of condensing One Piece into, you know, hour-long snippets sounded right up my alley. And so after watching the live-action One Piece, I found myself really enjoying certain aspects of it. I will say, unfortunately, I wasn't a huge fan of... Well, I don't want to... Don't be mad at me, but I wasn't a huge fan of the the um, actor who played Luffy, Monkey D. Luffy. Uh-huh. Um, just something about the way he moves his face kind of, <laughs> kind of doesn't. I don't I, I don't like it on screen. I saw <laughs>
1: like when you hover over something in Netflix and it plays like a clip. I watched the clip and he does seem kind of stiff compared to everyone else.
2: It's
0: I'll say it's Luffy is a very hard character to translate to live action. Um, oh yeah. He's not, so high energy, not just because of his like stretchy powers, of course, which, you know, that, that's that's expensive. CGI he has to work with and to do that stuff. <laughs> uh, but just like, first of all, the man has barely any facial features. You know, he's like, he's like eyes in a mouth most.
3: Yeah, his. Yeah. smile yeah. and eyes.
0: Yeah. So and he's incredibly like you said, he's incredibly expressive, even without all the facial features, and he's very anime. So it's a hard. I think he did an admirable enough job of trying to capture Luffy. Um, he, they. And they do like commit a lot to like just like the comic, the anime, comic, the anime world itself, and uh, they don't shy away from any of the weirdness of it. And I think that kind of helps. But sometimes it gets a little too like anim- anime for how for being a live action show, you know? Like there's some things that just do not translate. There are some like expressions or like w- reactions to things that just do not translate to to like a live action setting. Um, that sometimes he uh, fell victim to, I would say um, anyway
2: yeah. and so after finishing that first season of the Netflix uh, live action one piece, I found myself really liking some of the characters in the live action so much so that I went and looked them up to see what they look like as uh, anime as yeah anime characters. And I was... Shocked at some of these characters, how they look in the mangas, because I will just say Zoro looks nothing like the live action um, character to me, and so yeah, uh, seeing some of their adaptations, I think uh, all of the characters in the live action were very handsome.
0: Yeah, I'll say I'll beautiful. say I'll say live action Zoro is a very pretty version of of, uh, of Zoro. <laughs> um, I think the I think he's. Close enough, you know. But uh, yeah, he's because he's. Um, I don't know. He doesn't read as clearly Japanese in the manga as he does in the show, because uh, it's a Jap- it's a Japanese actor playing him. So
1: they uh, they showed some restraint on Nami. I feel like she's missing her defining characteristics.
0: <laughs> well, well, the that, the fun the fun fact about that is that that characteristic actually becomes more defining as the manga goes on, and it, it, he, <laughs> she, she is drawn a little more conservatively in the early stuff. So that's,
1: that's it's a Power <laughs> Girl.
0: Yeah, um, which is but yeah, or she. I thought I thought Nami was actually one of the better the better casted characters, uh, she's one of the better. She had one of the better like performances also out of all the out of all the characters as well. And what what else do you think?
2: Um yeah, I think that pretty much sums it up. I, I definitely can see myself watching the upcoming seasons. I thought I think they just got um re-upped yeah, for yeah. upcoming seasons. So yeah. I'm excited to see all of that. I thought about for a millisecond there watching One Piece, where you can kind of like watch the One Piece episodes at a more reasonable speed <laughs> but i don't think that's uh an adventure that i'm going to go on after s- sleeping on it
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh i consider rewind i i will say uh if you're the anime is still better than this show it is uh they're never it's not there are just some things that like the action is good in the show. But when you've seen the anime, it's it kind of like it's not as it's definitely not nearly as good as it is in the uh, which because I mean it's animated like an- action is always going to be easier yeah. to do animated in in animation uh, especially as long as it, like specifically over the top ac- anime like shown in action.
1: Um, Surely, there's like people that have cataloged which episodes are actually important to the plot and which ones are fillers, so you can skip those.
0: Yeah, there is a lot of filler, but there's still a lot of episodes that aren't filler. Like, is like yeah. yeah, this is it, is it the, up to
3: like eight hundred episodes or something silly. I think it's around uh, thousand.
0: there's there are uh, almost eleven hundred chapters of the manga, so it's yeah. Been, yeah. I don't I don't know how many episodes they've gotten to yet, uh, but the manga's set to end soon. Actually. Oh wow. wow! Yeah, he he did announce it as his. The end is in. The end is near-ish. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how many years that is, but there he did say there <laughs> the, the the end is coming. So
1: it's a real Jor Jor Martin situation. It's like, yeah. It'll end when I feel like it. Shut yeah. up. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, I've th- I've thought about I've thought about start trying to start it again. It's uh, well we'll see. I don't know. It's Ash it's very- Ketchum
1: can retire, then Monkey can
0: retire. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's but yeah, I had a great I had a great time watching it. He goes uh, by Luffy. Whatever. whatever. Yeah, he goes by Luffy.
2: <laughs> so after watching name. it, you know how your phone listens and knows everything oh, that you no. do. <laughs> so after I started watching it, my my social media started showing me a s- whole bunch of uh, One Piece content, and I saw a side by side snippet of the live action and the um, anime, and I thought it was super cool how in one episode they held like pretty much one to one identical like trueness of each scene yeah. oh, and wow. I, I thought it was super cool seeing them side by side and they like the characters were standing in the same orientation and the camera shot was the same so they definitely put a lot of thought and effort into this live action.
0: Yeah, I'll say there's a lot there is definitely a lot of love for One Piece. You can feel it in the show. Like they de- they know what they they care about the property. Um they are not afraid to again to lean into the weirdness of of the of the stuff like they're all the proportions of everything are really like really fantastical like everything's a little bigger I feel like buildings and every all the characters outfits are always a little bigger than they sh- should be in a lot of cases um, so yeah and, and there definitely is a lot of one-to-one stuff it covers is only it was what eight, eight episodes
2: I think so yeah, yeah eight
0: episodes yeah. and it covers um, 95 manga chapters or about 45 episodes of the show I want to say uh, which is the first it covers the first arc of one piece basically uh, which is you know it's it's a much faster way to get through one piece if that's what you know and it's it's pretty it's pretty damn good too uh i think it'll i i think it'll only get better because it has it's been it's got quite the quite the positive reception since it came out um so i think it's gonna get a bigger budget uh and it's gonna i think it'll i think it'll I, i'm very much looking forward to how good the second season will be and hopefully you can
1: get to season three because Netflix likes to kill things after two.
0: Oh yeah. That's it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That, it's, yeah.
1: that yeah. valve syndrome.
0: Yeah. So. Oh, uh, well, I'll say one last thing and I'm going to turn it over to you guys. Cause we've been talking about what we've been doing a lot. Uh, <laughs> we watched uh, the first episode of doom patrol. Like, the the day before we record recording this uh uh, and it's a lot (laughs) there is a it is very much a it is very much a pilot setup episode there is establishing a lot of characters a lot of backstories um and a lot it's a lot of weirdness um but i liked it uh and also i was immediately like as people as we like umbrella academy um and immediately, it was like, man, Ooh, um, yes. and I was like, immediately, Umbrella Academy was so inspired by Doom Patrol. Oh, my God. <laughs> this, I love Umbrella Academy. There is so much clear inspiration uh, that they got from the show immediately. Um, I, so, well, yeah, I, yeah, I like it. Uh, Kirsten was I've a little... Been... Uh, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Please Go ahead. Go ahead.
3: No, you're okay. I was just saying, I've been meaning to check it out because I'm a big Supernatural fan. and I know Mark Shepard starts appearing in it later on. So, but if it's if it's anything like Umbrella Academy, then heck yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it has a lot in common with Umbrella Academy, um, or Umbrella, I should say, Umbrella Academy has a lot in common with IT, uh, right. so yeah. Brendan yeah, there's definitely similarities
2: drawn, but I feel like the characters, and this is just my perspective, I feel like the characters in Umbrella Academy are a lot more likable than the ones in Doom Patrol. I didn't really uh, okay. find myself attaching to any characters in Doom Patrol based off of the first episode
0: yeah i'll say like well we're umbrella academy like you kind of sympathize with the um the characters because they they were chi- children that were like basically abused growing up more or less yeah um these these are these are adults that made a lot of poor choices in their lives you know that are like <laughs> that are kind of like that also had some pretty horrible things happen to them to get them to where they're at but you know they're not they're not like. Um, yeah it's it's a different it's a different vibe but they're i think they they have similar setups and um kind of like i think uh sense of humor also uh for sure but yeah they, uh the characters are it's a definitely different vibe but she's right when she says she says that it's a good point
1: who who does Brendan fraser play on that is he robot he, man
0: he's robot man uh yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's he's he was great he's been he's been like a really good performance um he's always great yeah he's uh Kirsten, uh, scratch your face. Scratch that. my
2: face because I don't agree. But I also have very hot takes on a lot of things in life. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, th-
0: I think I think he gave a very strong performance. He's also like uh, he's if he's not portrayed in the, in the greatest light, uh, his his character is not the greatest person. Uh, so that might that also probably probably is a factor. Uh,
2: so. Maybe my
1: my experience. With Doom Patrol, before I read this Dawn of DC comic, was the one Teen Titans episode where they go into their backstories and Beast Boy was part of Doom Patrol. That's it. oh
0: yeah, I think yeah, I wonder if he showed that. Uh, I guess I'll.
1: He's he's in Titans. He can't be in Doom Patrol too. Uh,
0: should the second episode, Cyborg shows up? I'll say. Hey, hot damn. Yeah. So, which I was like, oh, I was like Cyborg, and yeah, it was like, uh, so I didn't know that, and uh, yeah, I didn't know he'd be in there. So, now that we've been talking a bunch, uh, I, I think I don't know if you guys have been watching anything. I know you've got some stuff you've been playing, Michael. You guys have been, also been playing together, if you guys want to talk about that.
1: Uh, the only thing that I, I asked her, like, well, I don't think we've really been watching anything. We've been re-watching Phineas and Ferb every now and then, but the thing she brought up Hell we've been yeah. watching.
0: Kirsten loves Phineas and Ferb.
1: It's so, it's like <laughs> probably so, somewhere in my top five favorite shows of all it time. It has
2: such good bops, too. Some <laughs> <laughs> oh, of yeah. those songs. Oh, yeah. Classic.
1: Oh, that's gonna be its whole episode someday. We're gonna get John to watch Phineas and finish. It's so
3: fantastic.
1: <laughs> uh, but we've been watching Disney Jeopardy on YouTube. This page called Inside the Magic. Every I think it's Saturdays right now. now. Every Saturday they put out like basically a Jeopardy board where it's five,
3: four five categories. Four,
1: five, well, yeah, five categories, but four or five rounds. Five because yeah, two, day. four, six, eight, ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's just Disney trivia, basically. Uh It's Jeopardy, but all the categories are Disney related. And it started, I think, in February, and they go every week. And we've been
3: yeah. There's always at least one category that's about the Disney parks, and we've never been, so we never we always ignore it. But I am a ginormous Disney nerd, and uh, it's been a lot of fun because there's some stuff. It's some of the categories have really obscure questions, and it's just like I. I don't know, yeah. well, but it's it,
1: but there's super fun ones too, like before they take Wheel of Fortunes before and after and give you two clues mashed together and you have to say what it is.
3: Yeah, and usually between the two of us, we can get most of the answers, but it's a lot of fun. I, I like it a lot.
0: We
1: watch I it every Disney
3: week. knowledge. week.
0: Uh, so yeah. it's like, how how long is it generally? Uh, like, like 20, 20 minutes? minutes? Oh, wow. Oh. That's cool. We uh, We have a Disney trivia game um, board game. Board game, yes. Uh, that is incredibly obscure. <laughs> and, uh, it's uh, it's in a black box. I don't know if you guys have. Maybe you guys have it, but um, yeah. I re- If you don't, There's a lot of board re-
3: games, but not that.
0: If you no, don't, I highly, think highly recommend it. It's pretty. It's quality. After tribute. we
1: split up with you last Saturday, we went and chopped around, and I think I saw a Disney Trivial Pursuit that we looked at for a minute.
0: This. One, oh yeah,
3: Bards of Noble.
0: Yeah. This one is just called Disney Trivia, and it's in a black box. Ooh. Duck box with gold um, lettering.
2: Yeah, it's a really good uh, trivia board game. The only thing is, it's like old and new Disney. So if you haven't been invested in some of their like newer uh, movies, like, for example, Raya, The Last Last Dragon, then some of the questions you're like, I have no clue, but ask me about classic and I'll know.
3: I think Soul is the only newer Disney movie I have not seen. I've seen most uh, of them. We didn't scenes. see
1: Strange Planet. We haven't seen Elemental yet.
3: Well, Soul's not so, like yeah, this Elemental. this year, but no, I've watched. Like I, I grew up watching Fantasia and everything, and I was uh, a nerd in high in school, so I was on academic team for you know eight years. So I like trivia anyway. This, oh yeah, uh, this, I,
0: I love trivia.
1: This black box is it like an outline of Mickey's head with a bunch of silhouettes around it of other characters okay
0: oh we might have to get that yeah yeah i I, I amazoned it it's 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 i think i've seen it at walmart also uh but it's 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 target target came up yeah yeah it's quality um yeah yeah it's sorry (laughs) no go ahead go ahead
3: it's always because michael has this weird knack of having random flipping knowledge of all these random categories like and he'll just (laughs) like there there'll be a sports question on something and he's just like isn't that so-and-so how did i know that i "I, I don't know so it's it is nice to always like give him a chance be like do you know it and if he's like no it's like it's this so (laughs) that's another part i like
0: that's what's been so frustrating about we've been on our K pit a couple times and uh we (laughs) we never we never get the trivia questions it's always we always yeah it's uh the one time we did the one time we did we did well (laughs) uh, yep yep um so what have you been playing? Mm-hmm.
1: Uh right. we just finished Final Fantasy VIII today. Like we had to push back rec- like hey, can we push back recording in, like 10 minutes? Because I've got no beeline for the end here. Uh so I've been playing it and Kristen's been playing it along. She this is her favorite Final Fantasy. Oh movie. yeah.
3: Very first Final Fantasy ever played when I was a young teenager. Uh, because I borrowed it from my bestie and that was the one that he had. And it is vastly different. If you're not familiar, most most okay. of the earlier Final Fantasies use the job system, and they use mana. Final Fantasy VIII does not do that. Um, it does not have technical summons. It has what's called guardian forces, or GFs, <laughs> that you have to find out in the world, either defeating them or drawing them from people. There's a couple that you have to do these weird little tasks to get. um, um since the word obtuse okay <laughs> but um it follows the characters uh main character's name is squall um and he is a I very very broody very emo teenaged boy um it is
1: <laughs> very cool Um
3: and you follow him and his group of friends through this whole i won't spoil the plot or anything because there's a lot of twists in it, it but
1: involves time travel and yeah ends with squall creating a stable time loop which is yes pretty wild yes
3: but um you use you get magic but you draw magic and it's it, there's a specific amount you can have um it's not you get the spell you keep the spell and you actually use them up there's a quantity and you get to junction them into like your health and your strength and your elemental attacks and status defense things like that and different um magic has a different effect on each stat so you can theoretically beat the game at like level 30 which is the you, the lowest i've ever beaten in the game and it's actually better to do that because the higher you level yeah, the enemy in scale Final Fantasy VIII, you. you're the enemy skill with you but yeah so i have always loved this game despite the fact it's super different than most of the the rest of them i like the story i'm a sucker for romance and i'm a giant sap so <laughs> yeah i
0: it's this one and ten, which I haven't played either of them. I know are they're, the, they're, the, they're the love story ones.
3: Um, nine is two.
0: Okay, I play a little bit of nine. I don't. Um, it's just yeah.
1: Sixteen was a big on
0: romance. Um, there, well, actually, there is actually a really, really well done romance at sixteen. Um, it's not a, it's not the main part of the story, but there is a pretty good. It actually is a pretty well done romance mm-hmm. uh, because that, that 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 game takes place over like a twenty year period, so like oh, wow. grows, it grows pretty naturally, uh, which is cool. I will
3: say, I've beaten this game many, many times, just on the PlayStation, but on the... We played the remastered version, Yeah. and it has some very nice uh, oh, yeah. quality of life upgrades. Cheats. Cheats, I guess <laughs> you could say. <laughs> well, there's it's
1: got like three times speed, mode. It's
3: got three times speed, which I love this game, but it is very dialogue heavy, and there's a lot of places where it's just waiting for something to happen, like for the next person to start talking, and it could take Ages without the times three speed, yeah. or you have you're forced to walk, but I don't know. I like it's still my favorite Final Fantasy. Um so
1: yeah, sure. okay, like yeah, them.
3: Yeah, well. Yeah. Like <laughs> Michael, what did
0: you think?
1: <laughs> it's I'm gonna do my patent Bill's gonna be super happy because I'm gonna do my patented. It's fine. <laughs> like uh the junction takes some getting used to, and I did not expect the game to lean so hard into it the way that it does. Like, had I not used the the little cheat menu for the last boss, I probably would have had to go back and grind out some more spells to junction to my status defense, because the boss silenced all three of my characters, so at that point I could no longer heal, because you can only assign so many commands to your each Four. character, so you have attack, and then usually I have magic and draw and whatever the guardian force... I guess I could have got rid of draw at that point. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so yeah, once I was silenced, I couldn't, I couldn't heal anymore. So uh, it, uh, it did not go well. Okay. <laughs> I had to, uh had to, to use the cheat thing to get through it, but the story ended up growing on me. Skull actually develops as a character. I was definitely in that camp that only knew him from the beginning where he's just whatever. You know, All <laughs> the other characters make fun of Leave him me. Leave me alone. It. Yeah. But you find out why he's like that and how the other characters are actually connected, even though they don't know it, and why they don't know it. So uh, it's interesting. Gameplay yeah, right. could use some tweaks, but.
0: Sounds like cloud. Yeah.
1: yeah, pretty much.
3: Yeah. I will say his his biggest pet peeve that he did not mention is the pre rendered background. Oh, yeah.
1: John and I talked about this recently, too. You don't like,
3: like pre rendered backgrounds? What's wrong with you? background? It gave him
0: part? a lot they of in this. Great.
1: But navigating them can be a pain in the ass.
0: As someone who loves survival horror games, Shut up. <laughs> 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 no, he's right. It's uh, a pain in the ass, but it looks so good. You know, they age,
3: it, age, it ages so well. Um, uh, it was more that he couldn't tell always like what's part of the background or where he actually has to go. Cause there's one point yeah. you have to climb up an arm of this thingy, and I had forgotten. It, it, it about just it.
1: looks like set dressing. Yeah. Like, because you can't <laughs> move the camera closer to see that this. Things are connected. It looked like something behind the scaffolding. Like
3: at one point, I told him you gotta go down that those stairs. He's like, "What stairs?" I was like, "Those stairs." He's like, "It just looks like background."
1: Yeah, everything looks the same, like. And I get stuck in geometry all the time. And she's like, "I've never had this problem." <laughs> of course, you don't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll say I do still want to play Eight. It's one of the one, one of the higher ones on my list of ones I want to play. Uh, it's very
1: good. That remaster is definitely a way to go.
0: Yeah, I. Uh, As someone who finally I beat six for the first time this year, uh, as Michael knows, that's his favorite. uh, Six is very good. It's not my favorite, but six is very good. Uh, Kirsten's Kirsten's saw me playing a little bit. Um, It's the pixel. It was like the old pixelated looking one Mm -hmm. Uh, with that had the uh, same like three times speed and all that stuff that they've been putting in the all their remastered Final Fantasies. Uh, And that one that's very good. The story's awesome. Uh, I think it has some weird difficulty spikes. Well, not weird, just old game difficulty spikes um, in places. Uh, But yeah, it's a great game.
4: Yeah,
0: uh, I also beat sixteen this year. Uh, I've been playing a lot of long RPGs this year, which is like really <laughs> out of me character too. for me. Uh, I don't usually put, play this many in a year, and but, but and did not get burnt out doing it. Uh, sixteen was great, also.
1: Uh, I put seventy hours. I think I talked about it here before. I put seventy hours into Persona Five across February.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I put. I mean, it was. I took me ninety hours to beat five. I Loved every second, and almost every second of five. That's my favorite Persona. Um. Uh, I also I did beat. I I guess I'll mention that I did I did finish Baldur's Gate three. Finally,
1: I was going to segue into it if you didn't. So
0: yeah, which another long RPG I played this year. Uh, Eighty five hours for that one. Uh, and that's still my game of the year, uh, uh, even over Resident Evil 4 remake. Uh, oh, I think maybe just because four is a remake. I don't know. It might be different if that was like the first time I playing four in my life. Uh. Yeah. But, but Baldur's Gate three is just story's great. Um, person's not playing it occasionally. Uh what did, you, what did what did you think that game was? As you as you watched the game, what did you think of that game? How did you...
2: Um, I thought it kind of closely resembled Skyrim a bit. But I do remember making a comment asking if you're playing a game. I don't remember what I said though.
0: Yeah, it's Uh Yeah, it definitely has the fantasy setting. Um, it plays nothing like Skyrim, i say that. It's uh, it's very, cl- it's very classic RPG st- style game.
2: Oh, The Sims.
0: The Sims, that's yeah. What I said. Def- yes, I can see that. There definitely is some like it's with the movement, the way you interact with stuff. Yes, that's hundred percent. Can definitely see where someone would make that comparison for sure. Uh, but my the writing is fantastic in that game. The story is great. The combat is really good. It's just a wonderful game. Uh, that I would recommend to anyone. Um, and I look forward to playing it again in the future.
1: Uh, yeah, I. Definitely want to get to it at some
0: point, but dropping uh, $70 is
1: a... It's Michael,
0: an you ask. To, it's, it's expensive. It's an expensive game. Games are expensive. Uh, what, and Michael, do you want to go next? Yeah, I can keep going, too, if you want me to. Um, I can wrap up that next one there. Yeah, uh, Mortal Kombat 1. Played that. Been put, like, 15 hours into that game so far. Story mode was really fun. Uh, and if not a little... It gets a little too, like... Uh, I, they really gone to the multiversal and end of the world stuff in the last couple and it's kind of its kind of getting a little getting a little repetitive but there's a really they give do some really really fun stuff with the multiverse stuff in the last that last section uh, that may, that leads to some re, definitely repa, replay value in the last chapter um, but yeah I I think overall the new the new takes on characters are really good shanks song is probably my favorite shanks song they've done so far and um, he, his his motion his voice his the voice actor and the motion capture are all just fantastic for him. I like Johnny. I think Mike King.
1: said the and same he, thing on the fire new fire escape. Yeah, yeah he's great. Was,
0: he's great. Uh, yeah. I loved every scene he's in. Uh, Luke Kang also great in this one. He has more personality than he's ever had, um, and he even though he's kind of like. He's, he's a bit, he's monotone, he's more monotone because he's a god, basically. Like, he keeps even, very even-keeled. But I think he still has more person. He still has, he, like, a lot more personality comes through. I think the performance is really good. Johnny Cage, also great. And um, I think those were the, the top three standouts for me with those three, for sure. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, good. good game. Uh, feels great. Probably the best one my, my since nine, I would say.
1: Uh, I'm going to ask you for another five-by-five. Five. How would you rate Megan Fox's? The tar- oh years. my
0: god, that's a negative five. Yes, <laughs> it might be. It might be worse than Ronda Rousey in eleven. <laughs>
1: Megan and, Fox voices one of the characters in the new. Yeah, World it's, and it's it, oh, it, it, it,
0: it sticks out. It sticks out so bad that like it's like I. So I going in, I knew she did that, and I was like, and people, had, I think I'd heard a little bit, like it was bad, but I was like, I'm sure it's whatever. It's like no. It's like incredible. Like because of how qu- high quality the rest of the performance is and like everything is. Like she, it just like it sounds like she won. She like walked. She came in for ten minutes to read all her lines and left. Yeah.
2: Who is she? Katana.
0: She's Natara, which is oh. like, she's like a vampire, uh, which is a vampire lady. Oh.
2: She's
1: yeah. in the the yeah. newer movie.
0: Oh yeah, she's in Expendables four. <laughs> yes. Oh <yeah>. no
1: Natara's no. <laughs> yeah. in the last Marvel. Oh, I movie. thought you meant Megan
0: Fox, who's in <laughs> Expendables four. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, sure yeah uh michael i
1: i gotta go because my wife just gave me this look when she saw that acronym on our list of of topics
0: oh <laughs> uh, yeah let's see this is not a type of this uh, see babe this,
2: you just smashed funny button him. Him. so yeah. see
0: so funny funny story is i knew he put this in there and like but like i went in there maybe the morning of uh, we're doing this to look at stuff and I saw it, and even though I knew what it was, my initial reaction was it was a typo, and I almost went to go delete it. Because I was like, oh, someone fat-fingered. Like, oh, wait, no, this is an acronym <laughs> for a game.
1: <laughs> this game's yeah. full title is Monwu, Defeat Monsters and Gain Strong Weapons and Armor. You may be defeated, but don't give up. Become stronger. I believe there will be a day when the heroes defeat the devil kid.
3: What? Well, I- <laughs> <laughs> and
1: they are... Uh,
3: yeah, think... it's 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 legit on the like on the the cover that's yep. the whole name yep
1: it takes up three-fourths of a tweet when you type out the whole thing <laughs> like the limit. yeah everyone knows m-y-d-m-a-g-s-w-a-a-y okay that's i'm not even halfway through and i'm already done
0: normally I, I i like to do the bit of like saying the full title of things when they're ridiculous but this not even for this i'm uh, not for this one no. Yeah,
1: I I was hoping this was gonna be good so we could like talk about it more. But I bought it. I played maybe an hour and I'm just not feeling it. I, I feel like I I wasted fifty dollars. Unfortunately.
0: Ouch. Yeah, it's uh. Well, oh, okay. So we can. I think we can bleed into the other thing. So this is like this is because you have you've been playing. You played some Persona Q two and you played Etrian Odyssey. Uh, and that's, yeah. this is, these are dungeon crawlers, right? that what adventure. Uh, yeah, something. they're yeah. Made by
1: the, they're both made by Atlas. They're both <laughs> first person dungeon crawlers where you kind of draw the map as you go, but they're notorious for being super difficult. Super and,
0: that, and, and that's what Mon, and that's what Mon Yu is, right? Same thing. Yeah. I, my, yeah. So, and he's been giving me updates on Etrian Odyssey for like a, <laughs> like a few daily. weeks, like daily now. And every time. It just sounds like a man like pushing a boulder up a hill. Yeah. Like he's just like he's like Simplest. yeah, it's a Sisyphus. Sis- uh, sis- 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 sis. <laughs> yeah. It, it really sounds sounds like a Sisyphean task, and like he keeps telling me these things, and I'm just like, is he is does he have Stockholm syndrome? And I, it's like making me hate this game the way he's describing it. Like like through osmosis, like I hate I, I think I hate Etrian Odyssey just through <laughs> Osmosis. Make sense now. Yeah,
1: yeah, he sent me the picture of uh, a dung beetle rolling a turd ball yeah. up a hill. And it,
0: yeah, that's what I, when, he, when he, kept, he sent me an update today, that's all I responded with was a, a dumb beetle pushing a ball of shit. <laughs> it was
1: shit, yeah. shit, Sifis.
0: Yeah, it's just like a game where you like, you have to map out a dungeon, but, and it's like, it feels like the whole game, the whole thing is just trying to stop you from doing, like, just trying to prevent you from wanting to do that. I feel like that's the whole goal of the game is like, it, you actually don't want to finish this game.
1: Well, uh, like the way you're supposed to play, you're supposed to play that difficult mode where you're getting a little further into the dungeon each time, so you're like, experience it in bite-sized chunks so it never feels overwhelming. But I was playing Persona Q2, and I put it on the easiest difficulty. I can't remember what it's called. Like, Damn, I can't remember. It's something like Carefree or something, and I was still getting my ass handed to me. Each floor of the dungeon, I would have to stop and grind just so I could progress entering Odyssey Nexus ago because I've played it before on what it's called it has picnic difficulty and it basically just trivializes the combat you take a fraction of what you would normally take so I could go and explore these dungeons and map them out and just kind of interact with these little vignettes that you'll come across in the dungeon or their little story segments and it's been fun it's been kind of just like this chill exploration RPG thing but I think the third or fourth dungeon, it started to throw these gimmicks in the dungeons. Like the first one that really caught me off guard was these walls. You have to climb these giant roofs onto these walls and then down. And mapping that out on the DS's touch screen can be a real pain in the ass. Because you're basically... cartography... doing cartography for two levels. Of a dungeon, but the...
3: Trying to map a 3D area. I don't know, yeah, right. Cool. The, the game doesn't 6D give you any space.
1: way to do layers. So I just have to, like, switch up the color of the tiles. But yeah, I've been, I've been kind of dragging John through this with me, and he's like, are you even having fun with this game? You're, like, 30 hours in. Do you even know if you like it? And I never really have an answer. I think I like it sometimes, mostly. Well, I, get,
0: I mean, I, I assume you have to, because for me, I if I don't enjoy a game... I don't like I, I, I just move on. I just do like I, yeah. I cut my I cut yeah. my losses and uh you know, sometimes you spend more money than you than you should have on something and it's like this is not good and that's unfortunate, but I'm not gonna make myself miserable to somehow justify that. Maybe that's why you're doing it, maybe that's not why you're not. Maybe you just love it if you see and uh, you're gonna come out the other, other end of this a better man, you know. So it's uh
1: But I was gonna do the I was gonna do the whole Mon title again, but uh, <laughs> I closed the tab and I can't find it now. But I think maybe that's why I dropped them on you so quick, because I didn't want to get sucked into another one and play two of these on top of each other.
0: Yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, you immediately did not like that game.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the I don't know what it is about that one, but I guess part of entering Odyssey is being able to make my own characters. I always base them off of my old D and D characters whenever I can make a party in a game. Yeah. So they're like my children that I take in all these games. I made them all in Miitopia when I played that. <laughs> and, uh, so it's kind of, it's always fun to revisit these characters. I like so much, but I'm in the ninth dungeon of 13. No, I'm in the 10th. I
0: made it the 10th one today.
1: So uh, I, at this point I have to, I have to see it through, even if it takes me several more weeks of bugging John. About It'll be it.
0: glorious day when it happens. Yeah. It will.
1: And then I'll get the, the trilogy remake on switch and start with the original game.
0: Um, you have been playing, you've been playing Majora? Is that, is that true? Or what's it going on with Majora here?
3: Uh, yeah, so I picked up Majora's Mask again. Um, I played it original, on the original 64, and I played it many times, and I remember it being a little difficult, you know, um, trying to figure out where everything is, and I've been playing it for what, like a week and a half? Maybe a week, and I'm already into the third area, where there's technically only four. Yeah. Um, And I, I, I still love it. Um, I try to do as much as I can at once. Um, For anyone who has not heard of Majora's Mask, it is a (laughs) Zelda game.
0: (laughs) It's uh, it's (laughs) Um, the the time loop one
3: yes it is the time loop one you play through three days and you basically have to try and prevent termina from being destroyed by the moon falling um and the ocarina of time actually does what it's named is and it, Mm. it you have a song that changes time around um you go back to the first day um and yeah you have to pick up all these masks and it's not, it's one of those things where, like, you don't need all the masks to fully beat the game, yeah. but my collector's side really, really <laughs> wants to, and half of these masks I cannot for the life of me remember how to get. They're all, it's pretty obscure. And Real
1: quick, I want, to inter- I want to interject on that. In Final Fantasy VIII, the last dungeon, it takes away all your commands. You have to go through this big castle, finding, solving puzzles and finding these these hidden bosses to b- unlock your commands as you go and I got enough to get by, and then I found where the last boss is. It's like, should we really go? We're not really full, fully powered yet. And I'm, Fuck it, I got what I need, let's go. <laughs> so the completionist was not with me in that.
3: But yeah, I, I've always loved Zelda. It's one of my favorite game series of all time. Majora's Mask was one of the first ones I played. Um, I think I actually fully played that one for the first time. Ocarina, I didn't actually finish the first time I played it, but it's a lot of fun. Um, there's what? no like adult link in this one, but what's what
1: spurned you to pick it up this time?
3: Um, I'm on Reddit a lot, <laughs> and one of the one of the uh, groups I follow is Breath of the Wild, and I was like, Oh, Zelda. I don't know what my Breath of the Wild is, but I can pick up a Jorah's mask because um, it's just I just have it on my on my Switch. Or Did you beat Tears of the Kingdom? TV.
1: Say again. Did you beat Tears of the
0: Kingdom? No, not yet. Okay. is
3: <laughs> I have a tendency to get distracted by things, but <laughs> it's a good, it's a, it's, it's a good game.
0: It's just, I don't know. It's very.
3: Oh yeah, I lo- I love it. I just got towards the end of the game, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to beat it yet, and then I got distracted by other stuff. But yeah, I really like Majora's Mask. I um, I don't remember it being this easy. So I don't know if I just am better at it this time around, or if the Switch version or the Switch, the DS version is just a bit. More user-friendly it
1: definitely has some quality of life stuff too.
3: yeah then than the 64 but yeah i'm 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 enjoying it as much as i always do so i'm, I'm glad i picked it back up awesome. again Good. uh funny hood oh yes and <laughs>
1: all zelda
0: um so uh last thing i i played some cyberpunk 2077 they put the new update out um in the new dlc which i as my first time playing the game Finally, I kind of I was looking forward to it when it first came out and then it came out and it was a mess and I never got around to it. It's, it's, it's still kind of a mess, but it's in a, a much better shape now than it was. Uh, I'm really early. I don't really have a lot of th- thoughts currently. So I've had a lot of time to I mm-hmm. haven't had a super, a, lot, a super amount of time to play it. Um, we've been busy lately. <laughs> it's a lot of a lot of stuff. Um, uh, Kirsten asked me how what I would compare the game to And I, just, I said Far Cry, I guess is the closest. Comparison I could come up with. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, much bigger than Far Cry. But yeah, it's. Uh,
3: we watch dogs.
1: Yeah.
0: Um,
1: watch, uh, watch dogs isn't bad comparison. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah I'll,
0: I'll have more to say I'd about be- that later.
1: Yeah, we'll talk about that in a future run for sure. Because I, I started playing it again after the update. I beat it for the first time last year. I played it on a base PS4, which is the absolute way to go. That game is so. <laughs> charmingly broken, like, all these reviewers, like, oh, man, it dips frame rates and all these glitches happen. That shit is the funniest crap to me. (laughs) Like, my favorite one is this Ripper dock, which is where you go to buy upgrades for your, your character. I would run into the room and it would be just this empty void. And then the room would pop into place and then the NPC would pop in and then, like, all the little random shit around the room would pop in and, like, everything kind of flies the physics go all wonky there for a split second. It's the best thing. I have a few clips of cars <laughs> glitching. I showed you two. Oh my yeah, god. When we were good. at lunch I showed you guys that clip of the the police cars just ramming into each other trying to get out of the the alley. That was pretty good. uh man. Yeah, like I love it the way it is. I love that it's janky as all get out. Yeah, it's
0: it's, uh, I don't, I, I just don't have an opinion on it yet. It's, uh, I don't know, if I don't, I, I think I like it currently. Um, still super early. It's, uh, I haven't got, I haven't really yeah. gotten to a flow with it either. It's feels, I feel like it's structured, structurally it's kind of strange early on, but,
1: uh. Everything I hear about this DLC makes it sound like it's completely independent from the main game. Like, it, it definitely has me interested and people are giving it perfect reviews, scores and stuff.
0: Yeah, Pretty yeah, wild. I, you can also, yeah, you can. Since you can play it independently, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Also, he said base PS4. I believe the DLC and the update do not go on the PS4. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you if you do have a PS4, you cannot play the new stuff, unfortunately. Uh, wow, wow. Kirsten, what have you wow. what have you been playing?
2: Yeah, so a fun fact about me is I enjoy two different types of games. One of them is shooting and murdering people. And the other one is sitting back <laughs> with a blanket and drinking hot chocolate and having a good old cozy time. So recently, I've been in my cozy gaming mode. And I found a game that I thought was pretty interesting. It went viral, I want to say earlier this year, or maybe last year. And I thought it was what I was buying, but turns out I actually bought the wrong game. <laughs> So, I ended up buying A Little to the Left, which I thought was Unpacking. So, I've seen videos of people playing Unpacking, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to play that. Mm -hmm. So, I looked uh, on the Nintendo Switch Game Store, and I found A Little to the Left. I thought it was the same game. Turns out it's not. That's okay. Um, I really like organizational games. So, this game, I've really enjoyed playing. There are some uh, levels where... I'm just like, what were they even thinking? That's not an easy puzzle to solve. This makes no sense. (laughs) But I had enjoyed myself playing for a little bit. But other than that, yeah, I haven't been playing anything else.
0: Do you still want to play unpacking?
2: I do want to play unpacking still.
0: It was on Game Pass. I don't know if it still is. It
1: it might be somehow when you were describing this i'm like she's gonna mention unpacking it's, i feel it i feel it in my bones so,
0: as soon as i saw unpacking like the first time i saw it, i'm like that's a Kirsten would love this game and
1: i played it i think i played that last year too it's it's actually got a story to it but none of it's spoken dialogue mm-hmm. it's just you kind of piece it together from the objects that you put away it's it's kind of Kind of incredible in
0: that I've way. The, full, the fully the fully work in that game is incredible. Like the like the little sound like the, oh, the yeah. sound effects of everything. Yeah, it's like really 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 detailed. Um, I haven't played I haven't, from what I've seen. I've not played it. Uh, I organization and management and stuff in games is not my not my not my jam. Generally, I uh, <laughs> I definitely definitely def, I definitely hate micromanagement stuff. Um, uh, like <laughs> yeah. and I, we went we played through Sardu Valley like a year's worth of Sardu Valley like in the in games a year um and she's in charge of all like the organization stuff and i just like do all the menial tasks and uh she also fishes she loves fishing and games that's like her go-to in any game we play is fit oh yeah like if we play sea of, sea of her... thieves that's all she wants to do is fish in sea thieves. and see And
2: thieves gets us a lot of money <laughs>
0: yeah you gonna
1: have her try that one that just came to game pass um Oh, the, <laughs> whatever the, the, hell it the was angler called. we did.
0: We it, played it. The angler. Oh, okay. that's what. Oh, that's yeah. right. You played on yeah, friends. We, we we tried that's to right. play. We tried to play it all together and that game. Multiplayer <laughs> might be the worst multiplayer we've ever come <laughs> for us in my life. It does doesn't work sometimes. <laughs> it doesn't apparently, work. yeah. Uh, so yeah, that it was promising. Is like a really janky Skyrim fishing game, like open world fishing game. Uh, with friends, and kind of like good a good time to us. Uh, unfortunately, it was not. It was a bad time to us, uh, so that yeah. Uh, you playing anything else? Stardew uh,
2: hu- Valley update company. There's a news. Did you say Stardew Valley?
0: Yeah,
1: i was just... <laughs> <He> <laughs> <I've been laughs> muted. I'm muted him like a. Uh, like, were you saying that we should all do a farm because we've we've started <laughs> Stardew farms together before too? I
2: love Stardew. So. Yeah. A
3: um, what is his name? A what? what's.
1: Oh, concerned Dave. Concerned Dave just oh, posted yeah, on Twitter
3: one. that he it's not coming. He hasn't it hasn't have a release date, but he's got a new update for Stardew that adds new items, new areas, new characters. Oh, new that'd be so fun! New winter outfits. I know. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. I love Stardew. I want to
0: play. I, I I like Stardew. It's definitely not something I. I I don't know if I play it on my own ever, but I like playing with her. So I'm looking forward to his next game, the uh, the haunted chocolate chocolatier. Chocolatier. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So running a haunted chocolate factory.
2: Scary. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah.
1: Most of the games we play together are of that ilk.
0: We
2: play. Yeah, because we Terraria, play Terraria together.
0: Yeah, we play Call of Duty together.
3: Yeah.
0: So it's a very different I vibe. No. I, <laughs> so, no, I don't
3: dislike Call of Duty. I just can't aim to save my life, so yeah. I'm terrible. Uh, we play.
0: We're like in the niche. That, the niche Call of Duty people that play ranked Call of Duty. um uh, yeah, well, one of my coworkers yeah, does. So like we're so we're like assholes about call of duty in a way like <laughs> sure. we're like like you know, people are like like it's in no way do we take it casually which is really annoying it's
2: not game. fun, it yeah, yeah. fun with
0: yeah it's like generally, <laughs> generally i'm pretty I'm, i try to be pretty casual when i'm playing games but like call of duty i take very i take annoyingly seriously um
3: <laughs> the yeah. only shooter i used to regularly yeah. play was left for dead oh yeah with michael good stuff
0: uh yeah, left for dead's great back for blood was disappointing um yes yeah. uh have we we, have we uh, we played some Valorant recently, but that's not, That's fine. Um, yeah. yeah, I think that's kind of... That's, uh, do you have anything else you want to mention? Like you've
2: been... uh, I like Animal Crossing, and one of my favorite games ever, I found it, <laughs> I want to say last year, maybe the year before that, is Cozy Grove. And it's kind of like a, an Animal oh, yeah. Crossing, Stardew Valley mix. And I think it is absolutely fun to play. I like those games where you have to kind of keep up with real time passing, like seasons come as the months come, but I find mm-hmm. myself wanting to be a completionist and eventually I'll yeah. skip some months and then I'll get really really mad at myself <laughs> and then I'll just mm-hmm. be spitefully not playing it for a very long time but then I'll get the urge to play it again <laughs> and I realize I'm not in the right month again.
0: Yeah, she, yeah, she was on a <laughs> Animal Crossing kick a few weeks ago maybe a month ago um for a bit uh and cozy grove she put uh so many hours into cozy grove and uh, that's all she played she, she played so much I cozy completed G- it. yeah she, which is a lot it's a lot <laughs> yeah nice. so
1: i remember mary talking but, about that yeah, i Mars, think day. i think
0: she should play cult of the lamb i think she'd like cult of the Lamb. but um Ooh, interesting um yeah that's kind of that, that's what we've been playing and watching anyone have anything else they want to they want to mention before we go
1: I don't think so. We've got a week off together here in a couple of weeks. Awesome. I think we might start final fantasy nine in the same way we did eight.
0: Yeah. People, I mean, I know nine's the more universally liked one. Eight's, eight, yeah. eight's yeah. divisive. Um,
3: <laughs> yeah. I have played eight, Nine, Ten, and 10. Well, Seven, Eight, Nine, Ten, and 10 too. And it was only final fantasy that yeah. played.
0: we, uh, we played through injustice together recently. Uh, she was the first time playing a fighting game. Uh, she had never played a fighting game. Um, I'm bad at
2: those yeah. me too i just button mash <laughs> yeah. and he's she, like you did so good right. I'm she, be like,
0: fine. Oh. she did fine yeah you, it's like it's it's a it's a whole different skill to learn uh i would like to i'd like to play through two soon with her if you if, you, if she's up for it but uh, put me on the spot you ought to uh
1: try and put her on street fighter six on that that modern control mode see how she feels about that
0: uh, oh the one but yeah it's a little it easier is, it is it, yeah. is it is a lot easier street fight street fighter is still a little like little more hardcore than other fighting and then like a nether realm fighting game is um yeah yeah right. so i so i'm a i'm the fighting game guy here i guess i'm saying uh <laughs> uh Street Fighter VI is still my favorite this year uh it's a great game uh so maybe yeah we're gonna probably play some injustice too at some point in the future that because it's um, i think it's a big improvement over one it's one of my favorite g- game it's one, oh, of, my, yeah, it's one of my favorite game of period uh so yeah uh well our next episode up we have Swamp Thing, Michael. Right? Yeah, it's
1: uh, he's he's an injustice. Too. He is also
0: an injustice too. As a is he DLC or is he in? A, is a, No, I think he's in the base roster. In a while since I've seen the actual roster. Um, so yeah, he. So we're talking about him, we, and then we our character spotlight, which we'll will unveil in that episode. But we are also we're getting ready for that as well. Um, and also a big November's worth of content for you guys.
1: Holy crap! Yeah.
0: Uh, we'll probably hit you with another bonus episode in in a couple weeks. Also, as we, uh, yeah,
1: we gotta we gotta talk about that Donna DC. Yeah.
0: Um, but I want to give a very special thanks to Kirsten and Kristen. Thank you for coming on. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for putting up with our trip of to course. trip to Kansas City. <laughs> and, uh,
4: good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm go- I
1: can I can do the clap, but but Craig won't pick it up.
0: <laughs> yeah. There is a he doesn't he doesn't pick go. up uh, Discord's sound bites uh, soundboards though. Um uh, yeah. Uh, later everyone, thank you for listening.
2: Bye.
3: Bye. Bye.